0: Welcome to Zichur Dov, Simad, and Member of and today I'm going to be Zekhaz Yavamis, Dafti, the first parak, Chamei Shashin The first parak has been generously sponsored as a schus for Mordecai Chaim ben Esther, and as a schus for Shidduch Hagon for Leah Esther. So the three types we're going to focus on, number one, it was taught in the brysa. In the days of Rabbi Doseb ben Harkinus, the tzar of a daughter was permitted to the brothers of her deceased husband in accordance with the opinion of Be'i Shammai. And the matter was difficult for the Chachamim because Rabbi Dosa was a great Chacham, but since he was blind, he was unable to come to the of Midrash for them to address their disagreement with his position. A delegation composed of Rabbi Yishu, Rabbi Azari, and Rabbi Kiva was sent to him, and the Bryce details of Rabbi Dosa welcomed each one. When they brought the question regarding his position on Tsar's Bito, he clarified that he holds like Beis Hillel, but that he has a younger brother named Yonasan, who is a B'chor Satan, a first-class opponent, and, and that he must have been the one to have said this, he warned them not to engage with him since he has three hundred reasons to permit Vidosa concluded, made mm-hmm. concluded, but I call the heavens and the earth. As my witnesses, that on this seat sat Chagai Navi, who gave three rulings, one of them being that Tsar Sabas Asura, the Tsar of a daughter, is forbidden to do Yibum. On the way out, Yonason met Rabbi Kiva and beat him in a debate, and then insulted him. Pointing to Chagai's second ruling was, Amenu Mov Ma'asvi Ma'iso Ani Jews in Amon and Moab give Mysore Ani in the seventh year. Tigmar explains that or, many cities were conquered and sanctified by those who came up from Mitzrayim and were considered part of Eretz during the time of Bais Rishon, but were not subsequently conquered by those who came up from Bavel. And the initial sanctification of Eretz Israel during the first conquest lasted for that time, but did not sanctify it for all future times only the lands that the ones from Bavo conquered would be sanctified for future times and be subject to the laws that apply to Eretz Yisrael. And those from Bavel left some areas unsanctified in order that the poor should rely on them for produce during Shemitah. Rashi explains that the poor in Eretz Yisrael would come to Amunamov during Shviz and hire themselves out as agricultural workers and also receive Leket, Shekhar, Peah, and Maisor And point number three, Rav Shmobar Nachmani said in the name of Yonasan, Sara Olam the following puzzle, which was recited by the Minister of the World, which Rush explains in Sanhedrin, is a malach into whose hands the whole world has been given, Nar si orisi I have been a youth and also old, but I have not seen at Sadik forsaken, nor his children begging for food. Now, who else could have said this? If you say it was a Kashbarachu, is there old age with a Kashbarachu? It also cannot be David enough for was he so old? The Maharajah explains that David only lived 70 years. Therefore, it would not be remarkable if he never saw tzaddik forsaken in that period of time. Therefore, it must have been the Sarha Olam who said it. The Marshal explains that since this Malch existed from the time of creation, his testimony that he never saw it suddenly forsaken is truly remarkable. So, once again, the three points are number one is taught in a to be made Rabbi Dosim and Harkinus, in the days where Rabbi Dosim and Harkinus, that Sarah of a daughter was permitted to the brothers of her deceased husband in accordance with the opinion of Be'i Shammai. And the matter was difficult for the Chachamim because Rabbi Dosa was a great Talmud Chacham, but since he was blind, he was unable to come to the Be'i Semidrish for them to address their disagreement with his position. A delegation composed of Rabbi Yishu, Rabbi Lezman and Rabbi Kiva was sent to him, and the bright details of Rabbi Dosa welcomed each one. When they brought the question regarding his position on Tsar's Bito, he clarified that he holds like Be'i Hillel. But that he has a younger brother named Yonusan, who is a B'chor Satan, a first-class opponent, and a Talmud of Be'i And that he must have been the one to have said this. He warned them not to engage with him, since he has 300 reasons to permit Tzareh's Bito. Revitosa concluded, But I call the heavens and the earth. As my witnesses, that on this seat sat Chagai Navi, who gave three rulings, one of them being that Tsar Sabas Asura, the Tsar of a daughter, is forbidden to do Yibum. On the way out, Yonasan met Rabbi and beat him in a debate, and then insulted him. Pointing me to Chagai's second ruling was Amon Amov ma'asfi ma'iso ani Jews in Amon Moav give ma'iso ani in the seventh year. Degmar explains that or, Many cities were conquered and sanctified by those who came up from Mitzrayim and were considered part of Eretz during the time of Baez Rishon, but were not subsequently conquered by those who came up from Bavel. And the initial sanctification of Eretz Yisrael during the first conquest lasted for that time, but did not sanctify it for all future times only the lands that the ones from Bavo conquered would be sanctified for future times and be subject to the laws that apply to Eretz Yisrael. And those from Bavo left some areas unsanctified in order that the poor should rely on them for produce during Shemitah. Rashi explains that the poor in Eretz Yisrael would come to Amunamov during Shvis and hire themselves out as agricultural workers and also receive Leket, Shekhar, Peah, and Maisro'ani. And point number three, Rav Shmobar Nachmani said in the name of Yonasan, Sara the following which was recited by the minister of the world, which Rush explains in Sanhedrin is a Moloch into whose hands the whole world has been given, Nar yisi orisi sadik I have been a youth and also old, but I have not seen a sadik forsaken nor his children begging for food. Now who else could have said this? If you say it was a kashbarachu, is there old age with a kashbarachu? It also could not be David Amal for was he so old? The Maharajah explains that David only lived 70 years, therefore it would not be remarkable if he never saw a tzaddik forsaken in that period of time. Therefore, it must have been the Sarha Olam who said it. The Marshal explains that since this malkh existed from the time of creation, his testimony that he never saw its suddenly forsaken is truly remarkable. Alright, so now we go to our Simba Dov Tez or a standard sim in his toes, and we often use an acrobat with big toes. So here goes. The poor acrobat with large toes, who was afraid to compete with his first-class opponent, known to perform 300 stunts, ran off to Mo, where he hoped to collect Maisa Ani during Shvies and was relieved to meet the minister of the world who told him that he never seen a tzaddik forsaken. Once again, it's motion. The poor acrobat with large toes, acrobat with large toes, that must be Rondav Tezayan. The poor acrobat with large toes, who is afraid to compete with his first-class opponent, known to perform 300 stunts, which reminds us that Dosman Harkin has clarified to a delegation of that he held, like Beis Hill, that Tsar's Bito Asura, and that it was his brother Yonason, who was the Talmud of who held Tsar's Bito as Mutter, and he had 300 reasons to back up his position. So, the poor acrobat with large toes, who was afraid to compete with his first class opponent, known to perform 300 stunts, ran off to Amonamo, where he hoped to collect Mysore Ani during Shvis, which reminds us, Haggai's second ruling was Jews in Amunah give give in the seventh year. Only the lands of the ones from Babel conquered would be sanctified for future times and be subject to the laws that apply in Eretz Yisrael. And they left over some areas unsanctified in order that the poor should rely on them for produce during Shvis, Rashi she explains that the poor in Eretz Yisrael would come to Amunah during Shvis and hire themselves out as agricultural workers and also receive so the poor acrobat with large toes, who was afraid to compete with his first-class opponent, known to perform 300 stans, ran off to Amun where he hoped to collect ani during shviz and was relieved to meet the minister of the world, who told him that he never seen a forsaken, which reminds us, it was the sarha olam, the minister of the world, which is a malach, into whose hands the whole world has been given, who recited the pasuk, nah nezav." I have been a youth and also old, but I have not seen a forsaken, nor his children begging for food. The shah explains that since this malach existed, from the time of creation, his testimony that he never saw a forsaken is truly remarkable. So once again, the poor acrobat with large toes, who was afraid to compete with his first-class opponent, known to perform 300 stunts, ran off to Amun moab where he hoped to collect Meisr-Ani during Shviz, and was relieved to meet the minister of the world who told him that he'd never seen a tzaddik forsaken. All right, now it's time for Porbalah hazara. Daf yud of so the sin for Daf yud Base is 12 brothers. So here goes. When the 10 remaining brothers, 10 remaining brothers, that must mean Daf yud 12 brothers. When the ten remaining brothers became ushered to the tsara of the mama who did mune after their brother's death, which reminds us, Revelation Bar said in the Nimar Ukba, who said in the name of Shmuel, that a tsar's mama is forbidden to the Yavam. The Gemara explains that the reason that she's forbidden to him is the Gazerim Yashuma tsar's beatum mama a decree that was made because of the tsara of a daughter who falls to Yibum and does mune. Rush explains that the case is when one's daughter, who is a katana, falls to him for Yibum, along with an adult tsara, and the daughter does mune to her father since of the time they fell for yibum the Tsar appears like the Tsar of his daughter, who is an erva to her father. She's Asr mid the Rabban, even though the daughter's mi'un does uproot the marriage. The concern is that if we permit a Yavam to take a Tsar's Mamma in general, one might come to permit one to take a Tsar's Mamma when the one doing Mun is his daughter. So, when the ten remaining brothers became usher to the Tsar of the Mamma Ennis, who did mi'un after their brother's death, and to the Tsar's Ailanis of another brother, who always knew that his wife couldn't bear children, which reminds Ravasi says that a Tsar of an Illanis is because the Pusik states, and the firstborn that she gives birth to, which excludes an islandess being that she cannot give birth. Since an islandess cannot do Yibum, she's an erva, and the Tsar is a Tsar's Ereva. The Gemara asks that the Mishan Dabe says that Tsar's islandess is Mutu to the Yavam. The Gemara answers, Rabasi was discussing a case where the husband recognized his wife was an islandess when they got married, therefore the marriage was legitimate, and the Tsar is the Tsar's islandess who's is put from Yibum. Our Mishnah, on the other hand, is discussing a case where he did not realize that she was an Aylanese and therefore their marriage is nullified and the Tsar is mutter to the Yavam. The words of the Mishnah imply this as well as it says, Shinimsu, they were found to be an Aylanese and it does not say, Shayu, they were. So, when the ten remaining brothers became usher to the Tsar of the Mame'enis, who did Mun after their brother's death and to the Tsar's Aylanese of another brother who always knew that his wife couldn't bear children, they tried to comfort their mother who was famous for having given birth to her first son when she was still a minor which reminds us Rabbi taught a in front of Rav Nachman shlosh nashim mishamshes b'moch there are 3 women who may use cotton to prevent conceiving katanah uberz menika a minor a pregnant woman and a nursing woman a minor may do this as otherwise she may become pregnant and she may die because of the pregnancy. Which implies that some minors may become pregnant and not die. So there is a case of chamoso mema a mother-in-law who does mune. Well, she explains that this is a case where a katana gives birth to a daughter and her husband gives the infant daughter away in marriage. The husband will have a mother-in-law who may do mune. But the Mishnah on, the Beis on the Beis said that this case does not exist. Raf Safra answered, Banim, Hari Hamit, kisim Banim. Children are like simani, meaning signs of puberty, and therefore, once she gives birth, she cannot do miyun anymore. Taf Yud Gimel, the servant Taf Yud Gimel, is a bar mitzvah boy. So here goes. After the bar mitzvah boy's brilliant pshetel on when an erva must die for a tsar to be mutter to do yibum, which reminds us, Rabbi Yumi resolved to steer Mishnahis regarding when an erva must die or get divorced, for her tsar to be muta for Yibum by explaining Mishha Lo shana zo. the one who taught this Mishnah did not teach this Mishnah. the Misa of the Mishnah holds that the husband's death causes his wives to fall to Yibum. As long as a woman is not the Tsar of an Arab at the moment of a husband's death, she is high for Yibum. The high tan is sovereign assume how he shown him appealing, but the tan of the other Mishnah holds that the original marriage causes his wives to fall to Yibum. Therefore, if a woman was ever at of an Erevah, she's puter from Yibum. Robert reconciles the Mishnahs differently. So after the bar mitzvah boy's brilliant pshat on when an Erevah must die for at to be mutter to do yibum. He shocked the crowd with shama Shita that a tsara of an erba is always mutter to do yibum, which reminds us that the next mission states, Baishamai Matirin Hatsarz U Osrim. hold that the Tsars of Aries may do yibum and Baisila say they are asir to do yibum. Rabishim Pasik explains that the reason Bheshama is because the Pasik states, the wife of the one who died, who is outside, should not go to a stranger. Khutzah ma the ikapnimi. since the Pasik describes the wife as the outer one meaning she's not related to the yavam it implies there is an inner one who is related to the yavam that being the erva but amrahamana Lotia, the pasuk teaching that the outer one who is the tzara of the erva may not marry anyone else since she's subject to yibum the gemara continues to explain what Basil do with the Pasik. so after the bar mitzvah boy's in shatul on when an erva must die for a tzara to be mutter to do yibum he shocked the crowd with shaming that a tzara of an erba is always mutter to do yibum, and solemnly concluded the pasuk of woosis well, we'll go to do and the hope that koysoh should not make separate factions. Which reminds the more brings a whole back and forth between Reish Lachish and Rabbi Yochanan on the topic of iskodid, which means agudas agudas. you shall not make separate factions as it applies in the Megillah being read on different days, Malacha being performed on Herod Pesach, and to our mission with the Malchokas Beisham Maysil regarding whether a of an Erva is mutter to do Yibum. Taf Yadal, so the Simmer Taf is a hand, and we often use a juggler. So here goes. The juggler who started to juggle right after he heard a baskel announced whom the Halacha follows, which reminds us. The Gemara says that Rishakish and Rav hold that Beis did not follow their own opinion regarding being Matya the Tsaros of an Erva to do Yibum, and Rav and Shmuel. They did. The Gemara asks Amos, when did this Smalkokas of Beis and Beis take place? Ilema, Kod and If you say it was before Baskel announced that the Halacha always follows Beis then what would be the explanation of those who hold that Beis do not follow their own opinion? And if it was after the Baskel, then what would be the reasoning of those who hold that Beis did not follow Beis the Gemara clarifies that the Magogas could have taken place either before or after the Baskol, and each opinion would have a rationale for their position. So, the juggler who started to juggle right after he heard a Baskol announced whom the Halakha follows, entertained judges from two separate Bate Dinim, in one city. Which reminds us, Gamora asks, According to those who say that Beishamai followed their own opinion, Why was there no issue here of to do? Which means Los Agudus Agudus, Do not make separate factions. Rabbi answered that to do only applies within one court when some of the judges follow Beishamai and some follow Beishilal. But in a case where there are two Batei Dinim in one town, where one falls Beishamai and the other falls Basilo, there is no problem of to do. So the juggler who started to juggle right after he heard a bustle announce whom the halacha follows entertained judges from two separate pate dinim in one city and was delighted to see that despite all their disagreements they still treated each other with khiba and Reus, which reminds us that it was stated in a that even though Baisham Beysil disagreed about being Matir Tzaros, in the case of Yibum and other Halachos, Ninu Melisa Nashim Beisil, Beisil did not refrain from marrying women from Baisil, and Baisil did not refrain from marrying women from Beishamai. Well no Zelazet, to teach you that they treated each other with affection and friendship to fulfil. That which is stated, I am a Svashamavo, love truth, and peace. Dav Tezvav, so the simmer Dav Tezvav relates to the fruit of Tubishman and we use a fruit bowl. So here goes. The rabbi who bought a fruit bowl, fruit bowl, that must be worn Dav Tezvav. The rabbi who bought a fruit ball as a gift in anticipation of bearing off his daughter's tzara, which reminds us, the more continues the discussion whether Beishamai followed their own opinion and brings a brace that the stays States, Rabbi Tarfan, who was a Talmud of Beishamai, said, masay tabu tzara sabas I desire the time when the tzara, my daughter, who is currently married to my brother, will fall into my hand and I will marry her in Yibam, since marrying a tzara of an Arab is only permitted. According to Be'i this is proof that Be'i followed their opinion. The Gemara answered, Rabbi Tarfan said, And I will marry her off to someone else without doing Khalitza, which would be permitted, according to Be'i And Rabbi Tarfan sought to preclude the opinion of Rabbi Yochum and who attempted to accommodate the views of both Be'i and Be'i by requiring every tzara do Halitza. By stating that Halitza is not necessary, Rabbi Tarfan was showing that he disagreed with Rabbi Yochum and Nuri's suggestion. So the rabbi who bought a fruit bowl as a gift in anticipation of mirroring off his daughter's tzara and toveled it in Yehu's trough where the dividing wall was broken open, which reminds us, Marzutra attempted the show, that Beishamai followed their own opinion based on the following b'risa. M'isa b'shokas yehusha'i z'b'sho'an, there was an incident with yehu's trough in Yushan, which was connected to an adjoining mikvah, and all the tower fruits were prepared, meaning that their kelim were immersed there, and Beishamai sent and widened it, for they held that it's not valid until the majority of the dividing wall is broken, so that the waters mix over a large area, not just through a hole. Gomorrah rejects this proof, saying that one who sees the Talmud of Beisham breaking over the wall of Yehu's trough would say that he's doing it to increase the amount of water in the trough. So, the rabbi who bought a fruit bowl as a gift in anticipation of marrying off his daughter's Tzara, and tobed it in Yehu's trough, where the dividing wall was broken open, refused to answer a shiloh about whether Tzara's Abbas is mutter and yibum out of fear that some people might want to crush his skull. Which reminds us, Gomorrah brings another proof that Beisham might follow their own opinion, Yeshua was asked Sar Sabasmou, what is the halakha regarding the Tsar of one's daughter? Is one permitted to run? Yibur? He answered that the is beisham beisila. and when pressed regarding who the halakha falls, he answered, and Roshi Ben shnei why are you putting my head between two great mountains between the two great factions of Bassham Miss Yarani shema yorotsu Gogalti. I'm afraid they might crush my skull. Rush explains that if he ruled in favor of beisila, then those who are rendered to be Mumzerim might kill him. The more explains that if you say Beis followed their own opinion, that's why Rabbi Yeshua was afraid that those random moms might kill him. But if Beis followed Beis what was he afraid of? All right, now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions plus. Three bonus questions from previous Masechites. Number one, which stuff learned we that despite disagreements, Beis and Beis had Chiba and Reus together? That's on Dav. Yedad. Good, number two, which thought did we that a Yavim should do Chalisa to a Yavama? who was already puzzled to the kuna instead of to one who was kasha to the kahuna. That's on Daf. Yidav. Good number three. Which definitely and Y. Rebbe Yeshua was afraid to Paskin about Tzara Sabas and rule publicly if he held like Beishameh or Beishila? That's on Daf. Tazav Good number four. Which Duffy when the Rubidosman Harkin is clarified that he held like Basil, that Tsar is Bito Asura, but that his brother Yonasan held it was mutter and had a reasons to back up his position. That's on duff. Tezain. Good number five. Which Duffy is if the Tsarab and Erva is pater from Yibum, even if the Erva was divorced after he married the Tsar or only if he divorced the Erva before he married the Tsara. That's on Duff? Good gimel. Good number six. Which stuff do we have the Miso when the Talmud of B'Shamayi broke open the Shokas Yehu? Yehu's trough. That's on Duff. Tezvav. Good number seven. Which stuff do we have a question if the Machlokas, whether B'Shamayi followed their own opinion, happened before the bus call regarding the of following Basilo or after the Baschol? That's on Duff. Good number eight. Which death ruin of Tsar's Meme Ennis is also because of a Gezerah, Mishum Tsar's Beto Meme That's on Duff. Yid base. Good number nine. Which you learn the Rabbi Tuffen desired to marry off his daughter's Tsar without Chalitza to preclude the opinion of Yochanan Nuri who said every Tsar should do Chalitza? That's on Duff. Good. Number 10. Which stuff do you know that the Sarho HaOlam was the one who recited the Pasuk? That's on Duff. Tezain. Excellent. Now the three bonus questions. Number one. Which stuff do you know that when a Kushbarku could create the world that was expanding continuously? Like the thread of two unraveling balls of a warp? That's on Duff. Yidbeis Nechegika. Good. Number two. Which stuff do you know that one should not inform a Chola that a close relative has passed away? That's on Duff. Chav Vavimod, cut and good. Number three, which stuff do we discuss with well, the one who blows the shofar to play a song? Is Yotze's Chayiv, that's on duff? Chav Ches and Rosh Hashanah. That concludes that concluded? This is Rabbi Ron Gohan Zich wishing you a great day and great learning.